gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Officer, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward. Welcome to Broken But Glorious, I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the author of the Fan Suspective series, Oliver Newman. How are you doing this evening, Oliver? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks Chris. How are you? Are they good? Are they good? Sure, yeah. I thought I wasn't looking forward to Evolution going into it, but I, was, I thought it was a really good show. So. Yeah, um, we was all concerned about the booking and stuff, especially of all the ladies in the Battle Roar, for example. Mm. But uh, yeah, it it turned out to be, you know, really, really good, in all honesty. Great showcase of everyone in that pay-per-view. Um, you know, when, when I believe Dave Meltzer was saying that they need to do it more often. So, you know, when it comes to reviews and uh, five stars, six stars and seven stars and stuff, which is what he's uh, known for, if, if he's putting his, uh, you know, his opinion on it and, and saying it was really good, then mm. it, it must be so. Yeah, so we've just got a few news bits to get out of the way before we do our full review. So, Oliver, you interviewed Athena Fury last week, and it's got a great response so far. So, let the listeners know what, what happened. Yeah, just um, wanted to to have our first female guest on the uh, on the show, mm. and I approached Athena Fury because I've, I've gone to a lot of the pro wrestling subjective shows. And she was happy to do it. It was just about getting the timetables correct, really. Mm. And then finally, uh, it matched up last Wednesday night, and uh, and we got it done. And it was yeah, it was a fun interview. Um, really, you know, interesting lady. I like this building inferno um, cause that she's got going on there. Yeah, I, uh, you know, she's you know she's a strong, independent woman who you know could could really achieve whatever she sets her mind to and I think she'll she'll do this at a canter really. Um but yeah. It was it was the interview I wanted if I was gonna come back to interviewing. Yeah. Because uh, obviously you've taken over the mantle of that as of this moment and doing a great job. Um and yeah, that's that's the interview I wanted. I wanted to and I wanted it to be her as well. As opposed to we've interviewed a few ladies and then finally Athena Fury, I wanted her to be number one and and you know from the, the listener's response and from your response, um, you can see why. Yeah, she seemed like a really lovely lady and a great role model for the, the young girls. So. Absolutely, yeah. And I look forward to... And, and, like, oh, sorry. and like I said, you know, when she's playing the heroine or a villainess, it's, it's just such a pleasure to watch her, really. Like I said, that, you know, on the interview, the, the match against Dominator from Young Blood Wrestling, which I think is still available on their YouTube channel, is a match you should seek out. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm used to playing the Villainess. I've only seen her play the heroine once, and it was at that match, on, on that show. And it's like, it's like wow, um, unbelievable that you can switch it. And, and both ladies did a great job. And it's, it's definitely, you know, a good match to seek out on YouTube if it's still available. Yeah, so if anybody wants to listen, if you go onto our Facebook, oh, sorry, our SoundCloud page, it's on there. Um, <coughs> sorry. It's on everything, isn't it, really, Chris? It's on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. We're, not, we're, not, we're now on Spotify, if you search out V2 Sports Network. So, yeah, there you uh, go, let's get these plugs in. <laughs> iTunes, I'm sure, and... Yeah, nothing really. You know, yeah. Whenever you don't have to it's pay great, for it. Because, because, like I said, this was an interview that was, like late-ish Wednesday night, yeah. so for it to turn around, and we're not even seven days later, and what was it, 300-odd? close to 400. It's close to 400 now. Oh, okay. The uh, last time I checked it was, so that's, that's a fantastic response from the listeners, and it's great. Well, really appreciate it. Yeah, it's a brilliant response so far. Um, also, for our UK-based listeners, we have a competition for you. So we have a pair of tickets for an audience with Hall of Famer, Mick Foley, courtesy of our friends over at southwestlive.co.uk. 
So the tickets will be either for the show in Bristol or the show in Birmingham, and the show will be hosted by Flash Morgan Webster. So all you need to do is go over to our Twitter page, like, uh, follow us, that's BBGWpod, and then retweet our pinned tweet. And then you'll be entered into the draw, and then somebody randomly, on the 16th of November, somebody will be randomly chose Melbourne tickets. So thank you. Very good. Yeah, thank you to Southwest Live for providing tickets. So. We're getting these plugs in tonight, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Superb. And uh, should we do it's a few biggest news bits we should get probably get to before the review. So um, this is the first show we've had since Roman Reigns had to give up the universe title. Do you want to give your thoughts on this? Yeah, absolutely gutted for him. Really, um, you know, when it's come to talk about Roman Reigns, I think I've been the uh, you know the best fifty-fifty uh, kind of non-biased opinion uh, of the podcast. I know uh, you and Nick haven't enjoyed certain things, but I've always enjoyed him against, you know, interesting opponents, and I've always put that across. Um, but in, in this instance, it's just absolutely, uh, you know, I, you know, trying to put it into words, it's horrible. Mm. Um, not knowing about this, not knowing he, he had this just before he got into the company, uh, that'd be, but you, you feel good in the fact that he's beat it before, so... Hopefully it'll it'll beat it again. Um, but yeah, just just shocked really. Um, I, I was somewhat prepared for it because people were talking about it on Facebook and Twitter. But then when you watch it live, and it's like wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just send our our thoughts and our best wishes to to him really. Um, yeah. Hope that it isn't the retirement speech that he said it wouldn't be, and that we'll see him back on our TV screens. Uh, at some point in the, in the future. Yeah, I echo your thoughts and my thoughts go out to him. Um, cancer is horrible at any stage of life, but it must seem worse when he's only in his early 30s, isn't he? So, mm. so. But yeah. if he had it at 22, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that, that's, that's even worse, isn't it? And like folks said, he beat it then, so, um, you know, let's hope he can do the same thing again. Yeah, hoping he'll return soon. Imagine the pop he'll get if he, re- he returned at number 30 and either the 2020 Rumble or the 2021 Rumble would be, be amazing. Yeah, it, it, it would be. It would be great. Um, you know, like I said, let's, let's just hope he, he can come back from this. Uh, I really hope he can. And on a positive note, um, NXT UK is two episodes in. So what are your thoughts on the show so far? Um, yeah, it's, you know, I like the way Dave Mastiff was, was shown on the first show. Yeah. Uh, that's how companies should have been booking him for the longest time. He looked really, really impressive. Um, just trying to think. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Noam Dar was obviously a standout match from the first show as well. Yeah. In, in the second show, um, you know, it's, it's great to see uh, Liguero, Al Liguero, um, of British wrestling uh, fame. Great to see him. And and obviously for myself, Fashion Smith, somebody I've known for the longest time and written about in uh, my British wrestling book and my latest one. So to see how far he's come is uh, fantastic to see. And and Wolfgang versus Tyler Bate was a sensational match. Yeah, definitely. Uh, really, really good. Best match of two shows so far. The fact. Because obviously we we love to get behind the underdog, and the fact that he got him up for Tyler Driver, uh, just amazing, amazing strength that Tyler Bay has. Uh, it's just uh, absolute joy to watch, really. Yeah, I, um, I think in terms of the show, uh, it, it's one of these things where the, the, the matches. I'm not sure they have rhyme or reason about them at the moment. No, uh, it, it, it's like a, a bunch of matches put together. And if this was like World of Sport Wrestling, I think people would be up in arms about it. But because it's WWE NXT UK, I think they let it slide. And I don't think that's fair. But when it comes down to it, it's just great that this year we've had World of Sport Wrestling. We've got NXT UK and, you know, Revolution Pro Wrestling is on uh, pre-sports. Yeah. Uh, Preston Championship Wrestling is on TV as well, isn't it? So... And IPW UK is going to be on, so that's that's just incredible. Mm. Um, it's incredible that we've, you know, we've uh, 
wrestling's been off TV for 16 years, and now you've got all these promotions on. It's just amazing. Yeah. But, but, you know, just, in, uh, just like Final Thoughts kind of thing, I think that some of the matches have been, have been really good. There's got to be, I mean, uh, Zach Gibson against uh, Noam Dar, that's got to build up to it. And then I, I guess that's what we've got to kind of get from the next lot of shows, really. But it just looks like right now it's putting together the best matches and the best card possible, which is absolutely fantastic. But why why do I care about certain matches? Um, there doesn't seem to be a reason to care about certain things at the moment. Whereas with World of Sport, uh, wrestling at the beginning, even though they shouldn't have like uh, started with this, obviously he started with Stu Bennett, Bennett sorry. Um, he was the you know producer and he went against Grader straight away. You knew mm. where he stood. But, you know, in this instance, uh, obviously Johnny saying getting involved in Zach Gibson and Noam Dahl's issue, that's that's the route they need to go down, really. Yeah, the first show was um, laid up pretty well. I thought it played off well from the June specials. Probably, the I think it's just introducing the stars to an American audience at the moment. So it's, it's probably the next two or three weeks you will have just have random matches. But then hopefully... Because it looks like this is going to put Sag Gibson into the type the other one contendership. And hopefully, yeah. By the time I guess, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I'm, I'm just saying that we've, you know, we, we've seen what people have said about, you know, world sport, mm. for example, uh, WRS wrestling, and they would have, they would have hammered WRS wrestling for this. Well, they're not because it's NXT UK. So I'm just saying. You know, from that instance, really. But I understand what you're saying because obviously the American audience and, and audiences around the world need to get used to the British wrestlers. So that does make sense. And if you're going to a Cambridge or a Birmingham or Plymouth or Liverpool, there's going to be a card plan out in front of you. Yeah. It's not. It, it, it is a TV taping, but at the same time, they have a three-hour show. And so that's that's what would happen. And I think the video packages packages have done. Uh, really well, and Zach Gibson was fantastic on the microphone last week. I'm so glad they let him uh, talk this time. So. Yeah, it unbelievable. He, he got booed like he was John Cena, and it was CM Punk versus John Cena at Money in the Bank 2011. You know when uh, Cena came out and he just got booed out of the building. It's That's just, basically what Zach Gibson got last Wednesday. Uh, incredible. Such a random chance. Shoes up if you hate Gibson. <laughs> Take your shoe off and put it in the air. <laughs> Such a random British thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah, so at, at week two, I loved Ligero versus Wild Boar. I thought it was a solid, fun match, and the crowd was really in, into it. Um, and up to now, Bates, Storm, and Dunn have come off as complete superstars so far, I think. So, mm-hmm. so um, With Rev Pro, I've really enjoyed both episodes so far. It's very. They have, they've got a agreement with. New Japan a partnership, haven't they? I think. Uh-huh. I'm betting. Yep. Yeah. So, so there doesn't seem to be the focus on the British stars at the moment, but they seem to be like Chris Brooks. I hope he becomes one of the top stars in there because he's a, he was in the main event this week against El Fantasmo, and that was a great match. Yeah, I haven't seen episode two, but um, yeah, he went up against Justin Funderloiger, didn't he, in the first episode? Yeah. And then Zach. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. against Kushida was a fantastic match. Yeah, definitely. So, um, it, it's just one of these things, and, and that's exactly what's happened. It, you know, the, the choices that you have, um, you know, TV-wise and stuff, it's now Tuesday night, and I haven't seen Friday Night's Wrestling because of how much wrestling there is available. And that's what I mean, like 2018, it's like there has never, ever been a better time to be a wrestling fan. Because yeah. if you want something, it's on demand, and otherwise it's on your TV. It's it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. It really absolutely. Is, one of the things I was most looking forward to, but we couldn't get it. We, you know, we couldn't get it. Was Bound for Glory. Yeah. And Bound for Glory was on Sunday night. I was able to watch it. So it's yeah, just amazing. Yeah, I watched. I watched the first half of Bound for Glory. I'm still two episodes behind on Impact, and, and I've recorded most of the. Um, Preston City Wrestling, but I haven't got to around to watching it yet. Just find the time. Yeah, so, I, so much. I'm I'm behind. You know, I said on my Twitter and on my social medias how far behind I was. I was like, August for two two hundred five live. August for NXT. 
October for Impact <laughs> Wrestling. Mm. So, yeah, I'm doing a huge catch-up as well. Hey, this is RJ from the Revisionist Booking Podcast, heard only on the Visionaries Wrestling Network. You're listening to Broken But Glories with my man Chris. Don't you ever turn the channel. And as always, embrace the vision. All right, so we'll start the review. So the first match was... They called him the Attitude Era. Stratus <laughs> Stratus and Lita have defeated Alicia Fox and Mickey James with Alexa Bliss. Um, I thought it was a really good show match to start the show off. The crowd was pretty hot for this. Lita and Trish were better than I expected, considering the amount of time they've had off. But it was a really good, fun moment to start off the show, I think. Yeah, I completely agree with um, The crowd were fantastic the whole show, I thought, in all honesty. It was a very um, everyone... NXT crowd, I thought. Well, then, uh, when everyone was concerned about, you know, would the, you know, would the show sell out, and you know, the fans aren't really interested in it, and the really not booked it correctly, etc., etc. This uh, match starting the show kind of shut up those critics. Really um, showed that Lita and Trish can still go. Uh, you know, Mickey James and Alicia Fox kept up their end of the bargain as well. The only controversial moment was the. The non-breakup of the pinfall. Yeah. When the referee stopped, stopped counting. counting. Uh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, he stopped counting, didn't they? So, um, I, was all, was... I was always under the impression the referees were just told to count. But Yeah. But I guess in that mm. instance, they won the best ending possible. Well, they had, to, uh, they had, to, get, they had to get the Lita splat, um, moon salted and the chick kick, was it called? I can't remember what it's called. Is yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it would have... Would have left a little bit of a sour taste in people's mouth, wouldn't it? So yeah, it was a strange almost ending, and then and then the correct ending, or or is it though? Because you know if they're not going to be around, then you've got to build up the current generation, haven't you? There was rumours so, that Steph was going to announce the tag team belt, the women's tag team belts on this tournament on this pay per view, and then Lita and Trish were going to stay around for that tournament, but whether they still will. Uh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. I felt M- Mickey was the MVP of this match. He kept it all together. Yeah, Mickey James has has always been a fantastic wrestler, hasn't she? So um, yeah, I just I just felt they they gelled really well mm. uh, together in all honesty. Bar that that obviously match ending mistake, um, it was a really good good opener. Um, I thought that this wouldn't be the opener to be honest, but I couldn't say what it would have been. No. Um, so. Yeah, uh, great. Really good open to the show. Do you think it would have been the same result if Alexa Bliss was fit? Um, I'd hope not, because they were talking about Trish versus Alexa, weren't they? Yeah. Um, possibly taking place. So maybe cheat, and then she's got a reason to come back and try and shut her up. Mm. Uh, because she's like, I beat Trish Stratus, and you know what I mean? So, I would like to have thought that, yeah. Yeah, that that would have that would have and could have happened, and I would suspect it would have. Um, I, I just feel for Alexa in this situation because she's as part of the evolution of women's wrestling as anyone else, and she's there, you know, standing on the sidelines because of an injury that you know just uh, just accidental injury yeah. that happened a week before the show. So yeah, cut it. Right, so next up was the Battle Royal. Um, well, it was a really fun match. So, shall we start with some of the return legends? Was there any standouts for you? Um, obviously the iconics at the beginning. That was quite funny. That was quite funny. Um, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, did, I did like how everybody got an entrance, even though some of them were quite short. They, yeah, they, they, they I, I ma- think made a big deal out of everyone. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think it was just it was fun, like you said. Um. You know, the, the the eliminations and stuff, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville working together, and then Mandy Rose eliminating Sonya Deville, that was quite a cool moment. Mm. Um, I, know, I noticed some of the legends did get passed over the top rope and gently went down to the floor. <laughs> like uh, Alondra Blaze literally got picked up, put on the slide, and then she fell on the floor. <laughs> Whereas some, um, Ivory got whacked off and took a big bump. And she's the oldest person in the yeah. match. <laughs> it's it's different, you know, different things, isn't it, for anyone else? Um, yeah, Ivory is fifty six years old, and she looked amazing. No way. Yeah, she looked Great. brilliant. Yeah, Blaze is fifty four, but she was wrestling in slow motion. 
Yeah, it just looked great. Really good. Mm-hmm. I don't like this whole dance break thing. <laughs> I, 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 stupid, isn't it? Oh, um, because I can't dance. But, uh, I've, been, yeah. I've been trying to do that. I can't remember what it's called. It's the floss. The floss. Yeah, I still can't do it. When I went on holiday, every kid was just doing the floss to every song. Even the Macarena came on, they were all just so flossing. I said, there's proper dance to this. <laughs> oh, man, this is, this is the new dabbing, isn't it? Mm. But yeah, just, just in. I just thought it was, you know, ridiculously fun, battle raw, in mm. all honesty. It was just. The Legends got a nice pop yeah. when they came back. They didn't outstay their welcome. They got eliminated quite quick, most of them. They didn't throw any of the new guys, the current wrestlers out, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, the Iconics went out first, and then the, the new wrestlers surrounded the old wrestlers, older wrestlers. Yeah. And just just really smart. Um, and then, like, the final four was, like, Nia Jax. I like, uh, I like Tamina. That. Nia Jackson, Tamina's tribute to Roman Reigns and the All Black. And then um, there was a bit in the middle yeah, where they went, oh! That's just a tribute I, to Roman Reigns. I completely missed that. <laughs> I heard about <coughs> it on, on Raw, and I was yeah. like, when did that happen? No. <laughs> no, we well, thought uh, they were going to bat Jackson. each other, but then they just they batted the whole ring. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I saw the Usos do it on SmackDown mm. against uh, AJ and Daniel Bryan. But... Um, yeah, so you had like Nia Jax, uh, Ember Moon, Tamina, and um, Oscar. Oh, it was the oh Oscar, yeah. The hmm. uh, you know that's four four people who got to won that battle royal, and you know it was quite quite smart, uh, smartly done, really. Uh, you know, with Nia Jax winning as well, that's somebody who um, you know has been the, the top picture and just needs a reason to be in the top picture, and, and now she's got one, so. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm liking really... Happy Teary Jacks. I like Monster Jacks. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's difficult, though, isn't it? Because if she says she's breaking down barriers and she wants to be a um, a role model for the girls and boys and stuff, you don't really want to boo her, do you? Well, you think somebody like Alison no. Kong, she was a role model, so she never became yeah. Happy Smiley. She. But, um, I think I think yeah. Mo- the story was made for Moon to win this. I think, I'd, but then you think do you, Moon should have won it. Yeah, the whole story behind it to seem to shout Moon. Then do you, but it seems to be set setting up a Moon Oscar possibly match at Survivor Series. Maybe it, it looks like they're going to do the brand versus brand thing. So. Yeah, well, something's been uh, already released about that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, obviously, for Nick, it would be a spoiler. That's not, yeah. I'm Nick's not sure if it would be for you. Yeah, I've seen it. Well, we can we can talk about it later on in the show. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, just a few just, complaints. Just that, a fun, that, sorry, just a just a fun battle roar that, that everyone's concerned for this show was that battle roar. But I thought it just you know just did exactly what it needed to do. Really got across a number of people. Um, Ember Moon looked good in in this match, even though she didn't win. And and Nia Jax looked good as well. Uh, Tamina and Nia uh, square enough was fun. The Iconics being eliminated, everyone um, ganging up on the legends, just just everything. I thought it was was really uh, smartly booked, and yeah, it was good. It's, uh, there's been a few complaints on Twitter. There was no NXT women in the battle royal. Are you disappointed in that? Um, I, I, no, I, I don't. I don't know. You've you've only got so many people, and it's like twenty women battle roll on it. Yeah. So I guess you take some of the legends out, and you put some of the NXT women in. Um, well, there was a saying because um, Bianca Belair and Candice LeRae were at the show, so they could have used them. Yeah. That's that seems yeah. to be the complaint. Could have. Yeah. Rhea Ripley was there, like you said. Mm. We said off there about that. Um, yeah, they could have. Could have easily gone up to twenty-five. It's a fair point because they did it at WrestleMania, didn't they? Yeah, and it, it could it could have been if they were going to do the past, present, and future thing. Yeah, have some future yeah. in there as well. So. No, I see what you mean. But yeah, as I say, I, I really enjoyed. I didn't the think match. about it at the time, but yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, as I've seen so a few complaints about it today, I thought I'd, I'd bring it up. So. No, that's fair enough. <coughs> yeah, it was a solid match. I really enjoyed it. So, mm. all right, so next up was 
I thought this was going to be my match of the night. Tony Storm defeating um, Aishirai for the May Young Classic final. Um, it was a great spirited match. Um, I think it should have been given a bit more time. It was only 10 minutes long. Even just a couple, like two or three. Because it seemed to be fast pace, fast pace, fast pace, fast pace. Really could have had a couple of minutes to build it up at the beginning and then go into the fast paces. It seems to be action, action, action. But yeah, for, for the execution, was, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be match of the night. Mm. But I'm, I'm, I, think in, in, I think in this situation, though, you want Tony Storm to be going 100%, and you want Ego uh, Shirai to be doing the exact same thing. So, mm. no, I, 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 I think it was uh, fantastic. Um, the best use of 10 minutes they could possibly get. Yeah. Uh, the, you know the the German suplex on the apron, Ow. for example, was yeah, yeah that was outrageous. <laughs> um, yeah, just just fantastic. I've I've heard of, about uh, Io Shirai. Is is that the lady that broke her neck and they weren't sure if they're going to sign her and and then she wanted to be they wanted her to be cleared so she'd be in the tournament. I'm not sure. There, that, there was a Japanese lady okay. last year. Was that the same? I'm not sure. To be honest. Yeah. So. So I, I think it's her. I, I think I've I've, uh, I've known about her through that kind of thing. Uh, I haven't seen this year's May Young Classic, so yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, way, I'm, I'm way behind on that. I've, I've only watched the first two episodes of that. I'm way behind on that as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all. That's all been spoiled for me now. Uh, mm. Now we know what the final is, but I, I'll still go back and watch it. Um, yeah, just just outstanding. Uh, like you said. Where wow, they're not going to be able to top this as match a night, and then realise what other matches were on the card. Mm. Um, happy for Tony Storm because she's one of the most marketable uh, and one of the best wrestlers, regardless of gender, out there at the moment. Um, just scream star potential, and it's pretty much everything that I've said when I was covering the May Young Classic in 2017 with you lads mm. um, saying that she could have won um, quite easily and then to see her win this year is um, it's pretty cool Yeah, um, I, I, was, I wasn't expecting her to yeah. win this year because of how she is because she's on the UK brand but it, mm. it lifts the UK brand by her winning and Shirai's got an NXT contract anyway so. yeah uh, a, a fantastic ending to what I'm sure will be, uh, you know, a great tournament. When I can finally watch it. Yeah, no, I hope they I hope they keep it as a yearly thing. I th- I th- maybe they put it down to 16 women because 32 is a lot. Well, I I want the cruiserweight classic to be, you know, a yearly thing as well. But that's that's been a couple of years now, isn't it? So it's 2016, um, I, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I think you've got to have a men's tournament to. To go along with a women's tournament, so um, maybe just break up the year and have it say April, May time, and then obviously the May Young Classic in like August, September time. Yeah. Uh, get both tournaments because you know that's where you're getting your new, uh, you know, your new uh, superstars from. The staff rally was a, a standing, wasn't he? Yeah. And now he's probably the most important uh, cornerstone of two o five live and could, in all actuality, be the star of WWE if they let him. Yeah, I, that, I really believe in him that much. If I remember right, most of the people who were stars on NXT no, 205 Live went out in the first two rounds, apart from Grand Metalik and TJP, but Drew Gulak went out early, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian Kendrick only got to the second round. Yeah. Um, Tony Nese only got to the first, I'm sure he got to the first round. I'm trying to remember, I've said stuff the top of my head. So. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of years since I watched it. Yeah. yeah. So we move on to the next one. Uh, this match I thought was going to be Dross, but I really enjoyed it again. So Natalia Banks and Bailey defeating the Riot Squad. Um, overall, it was well, good. I wouldn't go as I wouldn't go as far as calling it Dross. No, I thought I thought I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be Dross. I was good. I, thought, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. No, I thought it was at the the very least going to be. Uh, a good match because look at the talent involved in the in the match. It really couldn't be anything less than that. Mm. But it, it exceeded my expectations as well. I thought it was yeah, just a really good six women's uh, tag team match. The Riot Squad are fantastic. Um, you know Sarah Logan and 
Roberts, uh, Ruby Wright in particular, but Liv Morgan holds her own in, in different ways. From yeah, like this is de- definitely Liv Morgan's best performance on the main roster so far. So. Yeah, exactly. They just, get, they the just need to get some wins together. That's all they need to start doing. Yeah, well, it's one of these things where I thought they would win, and it'd be because of Sasha and Bailey, but mm. and I, I'm sure, hundred percent sure, it's going to happen somewhere down the line. But they really missed the boat by not having it, having it happen. At they, sli- they slightly tease it by Logan pushing yeah, because because she, she got knocked yeah, she got knocked into when they were making a pin before, didn't they? So, yeah, they slightly teased it, but um, they picked up the win, didn't they? Uh, it, it's the same thing that I want to say about the, the tag title uh, change, just quickly, because same kind of thing. Is I reckon they've rushed that through, and Dean Ambrose just turned on Seth Rollins. Yeah, that wasn't meant to be done until the um, Survivor Series, but they thought they'd rush, push yeah. it through. I, I was thinking you could have kept the titles on them until, say, the Royal Rumble, yeah. and then maybe lost the titles. You could have, like, miscommunication. This is, like, my fantasy book and stuff. Miscommunication on a number of occasions up until that point, mm. and then after, after losing the tag titles to, say, the Revival, then Ambrose turns on Rollins, and then you have the big WrestleMania match where it looks like they've, they've done this way too early, and... WrestleMania will be a blow-off match, whereas it should have been the yeah the kickstart to the feud. Really, they could just redo much like the... we said about Brian and and the Miz. Yeah, <laughs> they, they've gone into it too early. <coughs> but yeah, back to the show. <laughs> they could just rehash the DIY story. Have yeah, them, have dysfunctionally tag team don't like each other, but and then just have crazy match after crazy match after crazy match. To one up each other each time. Yeah, I see what you mean. I just would have kickstarted this at the Rumble. Yeah. And then had the first match at WrestleMania. And then you look at the feud that they had a few years back. You did have that match after match, both count anywhere, etc., etc. So, you know, uh, that, that could have happened. Um, but I think they've done it too early. I think they've, they've just done it too early. Basically, yeah. Yeah, there's. Because the, the tag team champions, there's a lot you could have done with that before splitting them up. So that's just my two cents, anyway. Nice. Should we get back to this, Matt? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I know, but it's just just because obviously the pinfall almost got broken up. Yeah. Because and that's what the Ambrose Rollins stuff's been about. So that's why I thought it was a nice uh, leeway to to explain. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the finish this match. The ultra big tributes the heroes and Natalie. Natalia, sorry, uh, pay tribute to her dad with the power bomb, and then Bailey pay tribute to Randy Savage with the elbow drop, and then Sasha pay tribute to Eddie with the splat, frog splash for the finish. So it was a really nice mm-hmm. end to the match. So. Yeah, absolutely. Because if it wasn't for those people, would they be wrestling there? No. So be, there you go. And it'll be interesting and in 15 years. We'll be have a generation of women wrestlers who are emulating the Bailey to belly suplex into the bank statements. And so. Yeah, you could see that happening because, you know, these are trailblazers once again, and there's a lot more of them now. Whereas it was a laundry blaze, uh, say in the 90s and Bull Nakano, mm. um, there was only a, a few select women who was there in the 90s, for example, and the same in the 2000s, and now in the, the noughties, the, the 2010 onwards. Look at the, the roster of female talent on in the WWE, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, anywhere. There's there's a lot of female talent that's as good as uh, as good as anyone uh, on the male ro- uh, side of the roster. So I'm sure there will be uh, you know ladies who are growing up now who will be emulating you know Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia in years to come. When we started watching, there was a Lonja Blaze. Then he used to ship monsters in to fear to beat. That went on for about a year. Well, they had like Bertha Faye and Bull Meccano, wrestlers like that, but they'd only come in for a match or two with Alondra Blaze, and then they'll be gone, and then they'll bring in somebody else. They'll come in, they'll beat Alondra Blaze on Raw, and then they'll lose to Alondra Blaze on pay per view, and then they're gone, they'll bring somebody else in. There wasn't a roster of women, there was just Alondra Blaze versus yeah, Monster exactly. X. <laughs> yep. Right, so I, as I said, I thought 
the May Young Classic final was going to be the best match, and then we had Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. <laughs> so, so um, I don't know where to start on this. Um, I thought it was great stuff. It's about the I thought it was a bit about the same level as their takeover match they had recently. Um, I wish the interference wasn't so blatant, but then that gives but that gives more reason for the fans to hate Baszler because she doesn't need helping, but she gets it anyway. I just wonder where they're going to go with the, the helping, in all honesty. Because um, obviously the talk was the uh, WWE Four Horsewomen against the MMA Four Horsewomen. Well, that's not going to happen until later on. Um, it could be next year, just... next year sometime, because apparently Duke and Shafir aren't um, developing as quickly as they hoped they would. Okay. So yeah. They're, so they're, 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 they're still doing house shows of NXT, but they're mainly in six women tag team matches and stuff. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, just a, another really good match. Um, you know, Corey saying with the treasure chest thing—that's that's pretty damn that's cool. That's quite fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, with the gold coins and the the NXT women's titles, it's really cool. And. Yeah, just the, the match uh, on the dog against dominant submission specialist uh, just really, uh, really worked well. Um, fantastic, fantastic match. And then the ending uh, all, all played into everything. And then, uh, you know, new uh, two-time, first first ever two-time NXT uh, Women's Champion. So, I think, I think, yeah, yeah I, felt, really I felt the end worked well with... I, I, I can't remember whether it was Duke or Shavia kicked Carrie Sane in the face and then she fell back into a, the choke and then she mm-hmm. passed out rather than to, so it was officially it was referee stoppage rather than submission because she just passed out yeah exactly so, yeah but, but I'm hoping um, that there'll be a trio on NXT running wild for the next couple of months bef- before Duke and Shavia are good enough to get into the ring on TV but they could be at the ringside for the next couple of months Say that. Yeah, it'd be fun. So. They, they've probably got to do something with now, haven't they? They've they've been, you know, on TV. They've been shown on TV. They've now interfered in this match. Mm. Um, they they got to do something with that now. I think. I don't think you can just get them to go back to ringside, and then you could have say Candice LeRae and I don't know Dakota Kai maybe back up. Kyrie saying. Mm. Uh, it's two people who have had issues with Shayna Baszler, isn't it? So yeah, definitely. <coughs> I'd, I'd still leave it a couple of months before they had Drew and Shafia wrestling on NXT TV, but they could just have her in their corner for now, looking yeah, menacing. Exactly. Right, so next up, oh, that's I thought that was the best match they could have. <laughs> then we had Becky versus Charlotte. <laughs> so, my my only thing with this is it should have main evented the show. Yeah. Um. They. The way I look at things with with wrestling is if you if the fans are behind whatever match it is one hundred percent, then it should main event the show. Um, and that, like this match was a better uh, a better opportunity than than Rousey versus Bella to, to be main event the show because of the last woman standing stipulation and um, because of the the background. Of both the wrestlers and obviously the background history story um, that they've they've both had since they debuted. Um, but yeah, just just like the 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 SmackDown match that they had, um, which was outstanding. Uh, you know, the the longest women's match in, in years. It, it was been been said, and obviously with the conclusion of it as well. Um, just wasn't sure how it was going to go. I, I thought they might pull off a, a draw and then mm. go again, which I, I really would have been happy about, maybe at TLC or something. Um, but yeah, for Becky to come and like if they do a powerbomb on, on Charlotte under the top rope for oh, a table yeah, nasty, uh, was, was yeah much like the German suplex we said earlier, was just an amazing finish. And the match was brutal in a... You know, in a really cool way, um, and they just left it all in the ring. It was it was absolutely superb. But considering it's Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, you should not be surprised at all that this was match of night and one of the best non-gender specific uh, wrestling matches of the year in yeah, WWE and beyond. 
absolutely incredible. Did you notice in the promo package beforehand that they changed the crowd reaction when Becky was saying, I don't like myself, I love myself? Because on SmackDown, the crowd cheered when she said that. <laughs> in that promo package, they booed. I, no, I didn't uh, notice that, to be honest. But they've been... They been trying so hard to get the crowd to boo Becky and cheer Charlotte, but it's not working. One thing they could do well, is thing... change Becky's music, because the crowd just sings along to it because they love it. Well, <laughs> it's a but the thing, thing is, it, it, it's never going to happen, though, Chris. No. If, you, if you've known Becky Lynch's journey, um, if you've just got in on the ground floor <coughs> now, then maybe you will cheer for Charlotte. But if you've known Becky Lynch's journey like we both do, and the majority of the fans do, um, you know, from, from being injured to possibly retiring to NXT to pretty much every one of her friends turning on her, including Charlotte, you're going to root for her because, you know, it's happened to her so many times and she's finally stood up for herself. So that's a, that's a Rocky Balboa kind of story. Um, And she, you know, she uh, said she was Becky Balboa when she won the title for Mm. the first time a couple of years ago. So, yeah, you'd root for her, and I'm glad they finally acknowledged the fact that the fans are getting behind her. And it's it's not because of anything Charlotte's done, because Charlotte was incredible. It's just the fact that Becky's a, a wrestler's wrestler. Um, it's got you know amazing heart and resilience, and yeah, you just want to root for her. Simple as. Yeah, I'd recommend anyone goes out the way if you haven't seen. I don't. I don't see why you'd be listening to the review if you haven't seen the <laughs> seen the pay per view. But I would go out your way to watch this. Um, do you think it was slightly too long? It's twenty eight minutes. No, I couldn't have. I could have watched that match mm. forever. I think there's so many different nuances. It was like, okay, where, how, where, and how is this going to end? Um, just, just brilliant storytelling. Like I said, I thought mm, they might go with a draw here, and can, I hope they continue it regardless. But it's like, well, where does a rematch come from? If there's another non-finish, then she's got an opportunity for a rematch, hasn't she? But this was conclusive. So, um, yeah, I just thought maybe a draw and then another match at, say, TLC. Um, but, yeah, brilliant. Just everything about it, the, the 10 counts and getting up at just on nine and stuff and the... Yeah, the leg drop off the ladder, mm. the moonsault, just just everything about it. The ladder that stood on its own until Becky knocked it over was quite funny. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, just just brilliant, brilliant. This is this is the evolution of women's wrestling. Uh, you know, it's the revolution that they wanted uh, to be televised, and you know, twenty eight minutes, like the longest SmackDown match, uh, women's match uh, that I said earlier, and then. This match. The only thing I say is, could have been a draw, could have uh, led to another match. Hopefully, it does down the line at some point because I love watching these two ladies wrestle. And the only other thing is, it should have main evented the pay per view because uh, it would have sent the fans home happy because they're fully behind uh, Becky Lynch. It, it could set up a full-on TLC match at TLC because if they just keep them apart for six weeks. So it looks like it's going to be Rousey, Becky at Survivor Series. Yeah, that's that's correct. That's what the match is going to be. So, yeah, they, they could do. They could, um, they could have Charlotte as the sole survivor in the women's. If they have a yeah, versus SmackDown, and then she goes out as a sole survivor, one, one more chance, and then they have a TLC match, possibly. Well, because of the, the weapons that were used in the in the uh, last one Sunday match, the ladder was used, the table was used, the chairs were used. Mm. You know, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. It could could set them up, and that would be uh, fantastic to watch once again. There was one bad thing I saw about this match. Um, I have to mention the referee kicked the chair closer to Becky because she was out of reach <laughs> when there, she was in the figure eight on the t- on the ladder. Yeah, it was so blatant. They could have just picked the camera up a little bit. <laughs> she she yeah. couldn't reach her, so he was kicking it towards. Her. <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever let you see that before, to be honest. No. Yeah, I had, yeah. To, I had to rewind it and look at that again, because I was like, that nah, can't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we had our main event, uh, Ronda Rousey defeating Nikki Bella. So, um, I was do you think 
Rousey's kind of losing her badass vibe because she's selling so much for extended time, say the times in matches these days. Um, I don't know. It, it, you know, it's it, it's been said on on social media and stuff about people turning on on Rousey and what have you. And it's like, wow. Um, you know, she the way she um, was just taking the, the mick out of. Uh, Nikki Bella in the beginning. Yeah, she. Uh, I, was, like, I liked it while she did. She did the two judo throws and then threads. I could have put you in the armbar then, but I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was that was just funny. And once again, I mean, obviously, uh, what I've said about Becky and Charlotte, but uh, Ronda Rousey was, uh, you know, has been on such a a role since WrestleMania, and I guess this is probably the first show where we're not going to talk about her um, as much as other people. And Becky and, and Charlotte, but um, yeah, it's another another really good performance. Uh, you know, taking on the two Bellas at one point, and then uh, you know using a, a strength and a power to to deal with that situation, and and then the tap out, the you know the from the top rope to the to the tap out was yeah. uh, an incredible finish to the to the match. In all honesty, I I don't I don't know what to say about the uh, you know if she's doing too much for her opponents and stuff that's it's kind of what you've got to do because if your opponent doesn't look like a threat then who are you beating yeah I think that's probably yeah. Nikki Bella's best match I can't think of she, she got a lot of heat from the crowd she took a lot of punishments and she made Ronda look brilliant as well so and there was a lot this was a lot better than I expected in my head this is going to be a five minute match I think it was about just under fifteen minutes, I think. Which is... it, it was like the what we expected the mix uh, the mix match from WrestleMania to be. Just come in, tap out Stephanie McMahon, and that mm. was it. Um, that's what I expected the WrestleMania mix uh, the mix match to be. Um, but then you had Ronda beat up Triple H, and then tap <laughs> out Stephanie and, and prove to everyone that she's going to be a. a uh, the biggest star in the company, non-gender specific, sorry. And that's exactly what's happened, and this is the first time that we're talking about anyone else other than Ronda um, stealing the show at uh, Evolution. But every other show that we've talked about, Ronda Rousey's the one that's come out of it, and she's the biggest star in the company. So she must be, assuming she must be doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, overall thoughts of the show? Yeah, uh, really, really good show. Um, they they stepped up, they knocked it out of the park. I uh, can't think of too many down moments. You've got a, a match of the year contender in Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Um, good use of legends. I guess you probably should have had the future in the battle royal as well, but I didn't notice that at the time. Um, yeah, just a, a really good show, and like you like you said, and. Um, Go out of your way to see Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in particular. If you haven't got time for everything else with how much wrestling's on TV nowadays, make sure you watch that match. You won't regret it. Yeah, I love I love the look of the show. I think it was it felt like a very Triple H production project. The dark the dark crowd and the <coughs> simple presentation, similar to a NXT takeover, and the card structure was very New Japan. I thought they got all the multi man multi woman matches out all the way. Then the top three matches were all title matches. That was a very huge yeah. layout of the, of the card. Um, yeah, overall, really fun. Very good show. Um, didn't go too long. It was just over three hours, I think. And all the women delivered and in front of a really hot crowd. Um, I've got, uh, uh, I found, uh, there's a few dodgy moments, I thought. I found the constant WWE, aren't we great promos in between each match. Got a bit tedious very quick. Well, they got the, just got the women just bigging up the WWE every between every match. Um, uh-huh. I found having a red carpet was very pedantic. It was very e to me. It's like, what do women like? Red carpets. I was very surprised they weren't asking them what dress they were wearing and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, I didn't say pedantic. I meant patronising. I don't know why I said pedantic. Found <laughs> a very patronising to have a red carpet. Um, and then sometimes I found it hard to. Tell who was talking when Beth and Renny, Renee, they've got very similar accents to me. I don't know if that's real, but I found, I found it hard to find who was talking. They are both Canadian. Yeah. 
they go, yeah, they've got very similar accents. So, but I thought the commentary overall was really good. But just sometimes I f- just couldn't figure out who was talking. So. Have you not seen the fact that the people have been turning on uh, Renee Young's commentary ability? No. Which I find astounding. No, it's I like, like you, you've, want, you've wanted this person to be given this opportunity for how long? And then you're willing to turn on them. It's just the, the, the fickle wrestling fan here, isn't it? Yeah, I think I, I know Beth and Renee seem to have the same role. There, was, there wasn't a defined role for each of them. I thought, I thought Michael Cole was really good on the show. He didn't seem to have as much of a Vince in his ear. He was just being himself a lot more. So. Yeah, he's just calling cool the action one, he? Yeah. whereas they were kind of the colour commentators. Yeah, that's what it meant. And the, the Crown Jewel promos got boos every time they came on. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of podcasts are refusing to review it. Are we going to join that list? I'm going to watch it if it's... <laughs> it's something we can talk about after the show. <laughs> Put you on the spot there. Yeah. Well, the plan is to review it. So. Mm. Right. So, <coughs> um, anything else you want to talk about the show? Should we finish? Um. No. Like I said, just Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Sit back and enjoy and rejoice that you're a professional wrestling fan after watching that match. Right, so we just do a quick reminder of the competition for our UK-based listeners. So we have a competition to win a pair of tickets for an audience with Mick Foley. You can see our friends at Southwest Live. And the tickets are either for the Bristol or the Birmingham shows, which is hosted by Flash Morgan at Webster. All you need to do to enter is follow us at BBGWPod and then retweet our pinned tweet. Um, there'll be a link in the description below the podcast. Um, before we go, again, check out Oliver's interview with... Athena Fury. You can also see listen to my interviews with um, professional wrestling manager Jason Saints, which just hit over a thousand listens today. So thank you a lot for that. And then I also interviewed him, the host of the Revisionist Booking Podcast, RJ Kruinski. I hope I pronounced it right. I didn't pronounce it right on the interview apparently. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you enjoy our show, again, follow us at. On Twitter, it's BBGWPod. Like us on Facebook, search Broken But Glorious. And we'll see you, maybe, for our review of Crown Jewel. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Good night, everyone.